episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks, a podcast about all things safety, as defined by you, with your host, Steve Sisson, on Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks. My name is Steve Sisson, and I'm your host. And today's podcast, we'll be talking about a few different things. So let's get started. The first portion of this podcast is really just trying to get comfortable with doing it again. Um, before, you know, I had people to talk to and there was a lot more uh, things going on. I could ask questions. I had a, a guest talk and things like that. Um, now it's just me and I've got to come up with creative things to say that you may or may not want to listen to. Um, one of the things that I've been kicking around is talking about safety journals. I get a lot of safety journals, you know, uh, professional safety, national safety council, what is this facility safety management. And to be honest with you, it's really hard to find the time to, to read all of these. So what I think I'll do is, you know, as these publications come out, I'll, I'll read an article or two. And you know what, if it piques my interest, we'll talk about it. Um, that's going to force me to do a little bit more reading than I usually do. Um, as you guys are very well aware, I do a lot of traveling. Um, so I should be able to uh, easily read on the plane. Um, just this last week was in Philadelphia. And I'll tell you, I've traveled pretty much most of the major cities in the United States. And Philly is one I had not been to. A very cool city. I, I wish I had more time there. It was uh, it was rainy and dreary. So walking around wasn't the best thing. Um, so we just kind of hung out. And I got to see a few of the sites. Uh, the Rocky Statue um, town or City Hall, um, which is a really cool building. I didn't go inside. just got it from the outside. Um, but I did have a good tour guide, so uh, if you, my tour guide listens to this, thank you. That was so much fun. We also did uh, a couple different casinos. So not only had I never been to Philly, I'd never been to Atlantic City. So we drove up to Atlantic City and uh, and hit a couple of the casinos there, which was really fun. Um, but those of you who know me, you know I'm not a gambler. So when I took 100 bucks out of the bank and lost it in under 10 minutes... That's how most of my gambling goes, and that's why I don't gamble. But anyway, it was a really fun time. Um, stayed out way too late. Um, checked out a couple casinos. Good food. Philly has got some great food, and if you haven't had a chance to go there, it's always a good time. Well, at least it was for me. Yeah, I know that has nothing to do with safety. I'm just talking, you know, to talk. Um, so publications, back to publications. So some of the safety publications we get... Um, I'm not sure if I get them all, um, but I get the ASA, ASSP, you know, that is the uh, Professional Safety Journal. Um, I get the National Safety Council, Facility Safety. I had about three more that I've thrown away. You know, I kind of looked through some of the articles and, you know, just kind of looked and see if they had any interest to me. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but I do want to start uh, reading those and talking about them, talking about some of the things uh, that's going on in safety throughout the U.S., or the lack of safety in a lot of cases. Um, one of the most recent things that I saw come across is that about a year or two ago, um, the Department of Labor uh, put out a, a bulletin saying they were going to pull the OSHA program from the state of Arizona. And when I mean pull, I mean their own OSHA program, which would force them to go on to the, uh, go on to the OSHA federal standard. Um, but they just came across and said they weren't going to do that. And really it was mainly of, with their lack of um, holding companies accountable 
and you know forcing them to do the right thing. And it's, it's really a shame that the Department of Labor has to do that. You really think that a company would want to protect their employees, but you know, far too often we identify that it's not necessarily what a company wants. You know, they look at the bottom line and putting safety, you know, practices and devices and things like that in place, you know, that costs money and money's come, come straight from the bottom line. And, you know, we find that a lot in private owned businesses where, you know, there's a sole owner or maybe a couple owners and they've got to split the profits. You know, they want to, they want to make as much money as they can. So they'll shortcut on safety. And, you know, people, you know, I've heard over the years, well, what does safety actually do? Well, what does safety do? It protects their people. You know, it, it's really hard to get somebody who is um, really on the looking at the bottom line and the bottom line only to understand, you know, what a safe work environment looks like and how that can actually help productivity and the bottom line. You know, when you have your employees getting hurt because you're not doing the right things, you have your employees, you know, um, not coming to work because they don't feel safe, that's hurting your bottom line. You know, the best thing that you can do, or at least these business owners can do, is provide a safe workplace for their, for their employees so they can come to work every day and actually participate in increasing that bottom line. Now, there's a lot of different things you can say about uh, some of the ownership on different companies. Not all owners are that way. You know, especially when you get with public, uh, public uh, traded companies, you know, they still are up to the bottom line, but they do most cases or some cases, however you see it, um, do care about the employee and really uh, do want to put safeguards in place. OSHA kind of puts that on the employer as well, you know, must have safety committees, you know, things like that. Um, and, and companies that really strive and do well will look at things like safety committees and take them seriously not just pencil whip it and be one of those, you know, and hey, we did it because OSHA said we had to do it. And, you know, be one of the companies that do it because it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, getting your employees feedback is very important. Now, I understand you'll get feedback in all kinds of different ways. Some, you know, feedback you get will be absolutely horrible ideas. And some will be pretty good ideas. And then every once in a while you get that gem. That gem is what you're looking for. What does an employee on the front line see that management doesn't? You know, they know how to do the job. They know what's right and wrong. They know how to take the shortcuts. But how do they find that, that sweet spot where they're not taking a shortcut, they're getting the job done effectively, productively, and safely? And uh, how do you take that and turn it into a positive safety culture? You know, I, I've been in a lot of different industries and, you know, I've talked about that on my first podcast after the further restart. You know, I've been in transportation, I've been in warehousing, I've been in uh, local delivery, I've been in the mining business, um, tra you know, transportation for buses and for trucks. So, you know, I've been in a lot of different industries and seen a lot of different things. And, you know, where I find that the, the safest locations are are typically the locations that have good employee engagement. Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't apply everywhere. But for the most part, I think you're better off trying to engage your employees and to create a safe environment. And when they feel respected, they feel like you're looking out for their well-being. In most cases, you know, they will, 
either work harder for you or work safer for you or give you feedback. Now, don't discredit the constant complainer, you know, because there's always one of those or multiple at, at locations that are having safety committees because, you know, outside of their crying and their whining that happens a lot, you got to look at what they're saying. Because if you're watching and you're looking to what they're saying, every once in a while that gem pops up. So you can't discredit them, you know. And, and one thing that um, I, I try to teach all my safety managers and all, all my managers throughout the U.S. is when you have somebody come in and give you an idea, get back with them. Let them know if it'll work, why it won't work. It could be a whole lot of different things. One, it's cost prohibitive. It's just too expensive to do what they, they're asking. Another thing could be it's client uh, mandated, something that our client or your client um, requires that we do, even though there's a better way to do it. Uh, I see this a lot, especially working in transportation, where you know our client will say, you've got to be at this location at this time. And every 15 minutes, you got to be there with a different bus. Well, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, sometimes it, it forces, you know, maybe an operator to rush. Therefore, they might have to speed a little bit. Or let's just say they're lifting luggage or lifting packages. They might have to lift unsafe. So we, we've got to look at different aspects and, you know, work with our clients and say, hey, you know what? We are the professional. You know, we, we will tell you how it's going to be done. You know, and that, that's a perfect world, of course. Sometimes contracts don't allow for that. But anyway... There are a lot of different things you can do and, and really working with, you know, your employees, you guys can usually find the right way to do things. And, you know, when something goes wrong, sometimes it's just going to go wrong. You know, I, I kind of subscribe to the fell, fell fast, fell often, uh, I guess philosophy. It's, you don't know what's going to work unless you try it sometimes. And then if it's not going to work, you want to fail fast. Um, and if you're not trying anything, you'll never fail. So sometimes you got to fail often. And that's just kind of my philosophy. And, you know, it, or not mine, but a philosophy that I've adopted. And, you know, working with our managers, our employees, if they have that similar kind of uh, mentality, you know what? They'll kick out some ideas. And, and the more ideas you get, the more, uh, the more chances you're going to get that gem. You know, there, there's a lot of different, uh, a lot of different ways to come about finding new ways to do things. And really, in my opinion, the best way is your employees. Engage your employees and, uh, and work with them. And then let them know if something's not gonna work, why it won't work. Um, that circling back is very important because if you get somebody who is going to give you an idea of what you should do or what you could do that could potentially make something better, safer, cheaper, whatever it may be, if it's not gonna work, you gotta let them know. Or if it's going to work, you let them know. And if it works, give them credit. Um, but the worst thing you can do is take the idea and never get back to them. Because what's their incentive for ever coming with an idea again? It's, it's basic human nature, in my opinion. It's just something that you, you want to do. And, you know, get to know your employees and, you know, and, and help them help them make decisions. Help them, that's probably not the way to right where you put it, but to help them... Um, think outside of the box, you know, using a, a very bad cliche um, and uh, come up with good ideas for you. So that's our talk for today. I know this one's getting a little longer. This one's about 12 minutes. 
Um, I'm not shooting for really long podcasts. You know, I, I'm really just getting into my groove and uh, um, had some listeners on the first one, had a few less on the second one. Picked up just a little bit on the third one. Wait, this is the third one, so never mind. Maybe it'll pick up on this one. Um, I will get better at this. I hope you guys are listening. If you are, awesome. Thank you very much. If you're not, well, you're not going to hear this anyway. So have a great day. Enjoy your week. I will get this published out in the next couple days, and you will hear this. Anyway, this is Steve with Safety Talks. Have a great day. Be safe out there.